watch a video. Really? What? Not just some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Hello, horror hounds, and welcome to the It Slays podcast. I'm Rowan. It's Exilia. This is the heavy breathing behind the Michael Myers mask, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> And from that laugh, you can tell we have a special guest today. Would you like to introduce yourself? Oh, yeah. Hi, it's Cecily. (laughs) The queen, Cecily, a fellow family member and fellow Whorehound Patreon subscriber. I needed, I, I meant to be the first one on purpose because I felt like I needed that spotlight. (laughs) <laughs> you did you needed to break the patreon virginity well then look, you busted a time right after snap yeah. snap two more people and snap snap there. that's the sound of the hymen tearing up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so i think it's only right that we uh we allow cecily to do an introduction like we give an introduction to anyone that comes on the podcast so cecily tell us about the first time you saw a horror movie and your first exposure to it. Well, a horror movie. A horror right? movie. See, the problem is I find um, a lot of movies scary. So the first movie I ever remember being scared was was The Day After Tomorrow. That was- <laughs> <laughs> that- Isn't that the one about climate change? <laughs> yes! And the old people, they, they freeze to death, and that really scarred me, and I still think about it to this day. It's actually really funny because I kind of like that movie, and Rowan <laughs> saw it the other day, and he's like, oh, I should buy that for you, ha, ha, ha. And it's because we used to watch, we watched it several times at home when we were growing up. Yeah, because mom and dad kind of... Um, ignored parental guidance um yeah <laughs> as anybody who's ever listened to this podcast <laughs> would know our parents just kind of they kind of us... yeah they kind of winged everything yeah it's kind of a running <laughs> joke that when parental guidance would come up we just say oh <laughs> i mean the day after tomorrow i think it was only really like pg it was yeah <laughs> but i was like maybe five when it came out. <laughs> yeah but that's like watching a tv movie you know <laughs> like it's <laughs> I mean, I it's know. realistic, guy. <laughs> it's going to happen to us all, and that's the scariest part of it. How about now? What What do you like in horror now? What's your favorite kind of horror movie? Pretty much the ones that are really bad. <laughs> As shown by my pick of movie. <laughs> and, and this is why we get along. <laughs> the worse and more cringy it is, the more I'm going to like it. That's, uh, yeah, well, we'll definitely get along because that's pretty much all we like at this podcast. <laughs> Except for Exilia. Exilia's high class. Yeah, she's too fancy and intelligent for <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I, like I mean, you've bad got to represent too, class and trash. Yes. <laughs> class and trash. That's what they called us growing up. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to say which one was which. <laughs> oh. Jeez. Shots fired. Shots fired. Yep, my revolver is out and it's smoking. <laughs> <laughs> So I figure we will start our questioning today with just an easy one, a law ball. What uh, we've been watching in terms of movies, television, what you've seen, not necessarily horror, but just in general. I don't even know. Well, we won't start with you then. We'll start (laughs) with Mike. (laughs) Okay. I do know. I forgot. Okay, Zilia will start then. I really can't remember what I've been watching except for we watched Turbo Kid the other night. Was it last night? Yeah, it was. It was awesome. <laughs> um, Rowan aptly, very aptly described it as um, Brigsby Bear meets Hobo with a Shotgun, which I thought was really a great description. If anybody's interested in watching it, it's how would you describe it besides that, Rowan? Basically, we watch it because it was produced by a guy who did Hobo with a Shotgun, and he's from Halifax. So, which is actually it's a like, brilliantly entertaining movie. Yeah. Oh, and I would add like the soundtrack of it is very it follows mm. like it's like it's this like eighties kind of thing. Like it's cool, but That's there's lots really of great like pop songs in it too. Yeah, yeah. like kind of classic eighties Canadiana. It's really 
It's great. Um, including literally <laughs> the greatest Canadian pop serve of all time, Run With Us by Lisa Lougheed, a.k.a. the raccoon's theme song. Oh, in Hobo with a Shotgun? And, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Hobo with a Shotgun. That's like, that's the one that Jason Eisner did. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, it was definitely incredible. Both this our is, first time seeing. This it. is a Turbo Kid. Now we're talking about. Yeah, Turbo oh, I'm sorry. Kid. Basically, Jason Eisner did Hobo with a Shotgun and then produced Turbo Kid because it was from the ABC. What was, it got submitted to? They the ABCs submitted of death? to the ABCs of Death movie. Oh, and it didn't yes. it didn't get chose, but Jason Eisner liked it so much that he executive produced it and helped them get funding. They they filmed it in Quebec. And uh yeah, it's like it's just as like gory as Hobo with a shotgun, but it's like It's like so Brigsby Bear esque. Yeah, it's just like really odd. It's like a mix of comic books and gore and like eighty synth pop. Uh, yeah, it's just, it was amazing. And robots. And robots. I was gonna say, I feel like somebody recommended that movie to me a few years ago. When it came out, the, like, I think the trailer had a lot of hype. Like, I know it was kind of around the circles that, like, this movie looks incredible. It also has, I don't know the actor's name, but the actor that plays the sergeant in, uh, Starship Troopers, that's the teacher... Oh, Michael Ironside? Yeah. Oh, I love him. Like, yeah. He's the villain in the movie. He's great. Yeah, so it was uh it was really, really good. But did you watch anything else, Auxilium? Um, not that I can think of. I'm trying to think if I watched anything without you. We well, we did finish the last season of Easy. Oh yeah. Uh, which was underwhelming it i wasn't a like i really liked easy a lot and i liked it because of how realistic like more or less realistic it was but i feel like this was too realistic it's like you think it would be great to have a realistic show or movie but then it's kind of like watching paint dry because you're just like this is just the boring parts of life <laughs> yeah it wasn't <laughs> it a, wasn't that great it wasn't a very good season I, I can't really think other than that and that was the last season unfortunately when exilia goes to sleep i've been uh i've been slowly uh Still digging my way in through the uh, Halloween Scream Factory collection. I haven't finished. Uh, I'm on Halloween 4. I haven't finished it yet, but uh, I've been enjoying that. I've been enjoying the documentaries uh, on it and all the special features. So that's been uh, pretty good. Uh, let's, uh, Cecily, how about you? Um, I basically have nothing to add to this conversation. Uh, I am only ever watching Ted Ed Riddle videos or, um, <laughs> different people playing The Sims. Oh, do you, do you watch Ed? Twitch all the time? Uh, yeah, definitely. Oh, I spend so many hours of my week on Twitch. Like, I don't even watch TV anymore. I just put on Twitch, beam it to my TV, and go to bed. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I put them on and then just fall asleep to people like yeah. Oh, me too. And I'll wake up at like four o'clock in the morning, and they've handed their stream over to somebody else playing the same game, and it's just like, what world am I in? <laughs> Have yeah, I slipped like, into another dimension? Peter Growing says, like, "Oh, sorry, <laughs> no, go ahead." Say, <laughs> so Peter always says that I uh, he wakes up and then just sits and listens for hours and hours and hours. I'm still asleep, but he finds it like he can't get it out of his mind once he yeah, starts exactly. listening. <laughs> Rowan said I should start doing Sims on Twitch. You should actually. That's something that I would campaign for. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that was a compliment or a burn. <laughs> I would subscribe. <laughs> I told you you should do that. No, I would I, I would. would be your first sub. Nobody else has well, Mike hasn't seen my series of Instagram stories of me playing the Sims. How have you not seen them? <laughs> because I don't go on Instagram at all anymore. Just I'm, a, I'm a Twitter only right now. <laughs> oh, I get a lot of spam from Instagram. Let's just say this. Yeah, because they changed the algorithm so that you see ads more. I think that's code for dick pics. (laughs) Oh. I mean, listen, Instagram should only be that interesting. Jesus. (laughs) Bird. What's Ted Ed? Ted Ed is like a YouTube channel made by, I don't know, the company probably the ones that put on TED Talks. And they're just like educational videos. Yeah. So sometimes they have like, they have different series like Ugly History where they talk about terrible things that happened in history, obviously. But the ones that are the best are they like do bit like riddle videos and you have so much time to like solve these impossible riddles. I can't do riddles. I can't either. Like that. No. I like it. 
I love like educational videos about history and stuff, but I have to have fun, quirky graphics to go with. That's exactly what they're like. They're all like, oh, really? It's like crash course and stuff. Yeah. And there's another actual really cool YouTube channel called um, Extra Credits. It was originally created to like talk about video games, but then they started just doing history videos, but it's all animated. Oh, that's cool. I have to look those up. Yeah. I'll write them down. And that means it's you, Mike. What have you been watching? Um, well, I think we all know at this point now that I've been watching a lot of Twitch streams. Um, I had a few weeks where my Netflix was on hold, shall we say. <laughs> and um, so I, I, you know, if I was in the morning, you know, like kind of getting ready and just had a few minutes to chill out and like drink a cup of coffee, I'd put on some Twitch. Um, and when I go to bed, sometimes I'd put it on too and just sort of like get on my phone and stuff. And honestly, I haven't been catching up on anything new, except I've been uh, with a couple of my friends catching up on the new episodes of Pose, which, as you know, is my favorite show yes. probably on the air right now. Um, and other than that, other than Pose, I've really only been um, watching old episodes of Family Guy that I didn't watch from like four years ago. <laughs> Oh, there you you know, just I like I like some brainless trash, you know, that it's, you know, when life is getting too depressing and bleak and draggy, then you got to put on some crap and just switch your brain off for a couple hours. Um, Yeah, The Hills New Beginning. We'll get into that because Perez Hilton is in this movie. <laughs> oh, we'll be getting into that. This when when that starts, like getting into full gear, this is going to become not it slays, but it's going to be like. The Hills Slay. <laughs> it's going to be now a Hills podcast. Okay, I'll, I got to save it all. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, let, <laughs> well, let's get into it. So the film we are doing for this episode was chosen by the Queen Cecily, and she chose most likely The Die from 2015, uh, directed by Anthony DeBalsi, I believe is how you say his name. We should talk about who wrote it. Like, we should mention who wrote it. I feel like those are, like, also important. Yeah, maybe a good movie. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I, say, I don't mean this, this case, movie maybe. specifically, but... <laughs> so, we will get into the trailer first, and then we'll be back with everything else. Can you believe it's been ten years since graduation? <laughs> <laughs> What is this most likely thing? Our friends, such as they are, predict our destinies after senior year. Not everyone can be most likely to succeed. It's two days. You'll live. group of former classmates gather for a pre-party at one of their homes the night before their 10-year high school reunion and one by one they are brutally slain in a manner befitting each's senior yearbook superlative superlative is it superlative superlative Superlative. (laughs) i think it might be spelled wrong because it's two words on this right yeah that's wrong (laughs) yeah so this was not my fault this time. <laughs> sure. Uh, so first I want to start with uh, you, Cecily. Why did you uh, make us choose this amazing film? Well, I felt like there was not enough uh, trash movies being reviewed yet. A lot of this can be like discussed in uh, a smart way. 
this movie cannot be discussed in an intelligent way. <laughs> wow. I mean, she knows what makes for, like, scintillating conversation, right? Like, you can't bring in Karl Marx to this movie. You can't, you can't bring in your, like, master's degrees. There's nothing that you can link in from your real lives to I this I am going to tell you it's right now, true. if I pushed this, we could certainly bring Karl Marx into it, but we won't. <laughs> we, will, we will let Karl Marx's fucking dusty corpse just rest in that coffin this one night. He deserves it. He we will leave him alone. This. I think he'll appreciate that. Yeah, he's just like, please back off. I can't take this anymore. Hey, are you interested in becoming a horror hound? Then join us at www.patreon.com slash podcast and uh, check out everything we have to offer. We have uh, cool things from podcast shoutouts to picking movies all the way to uh, maybe getting yourself a free t-shirt. So uh, if you're interested in joining us and becoming a horror hound, join us at patreon.com slash podcast. So let's get into the first question. We all know what that is. Our favorite scene, favorite scare, favorite kill, however you want to put it. And we will start with Mike. Okay. So my favorite scene, um, I'm going to say is probably, I'm not going to put words into the screenwriter's mouth, but I'm going to try to read her mind and say that she came up with this and literally just built the movie around this one scene, (laughs) just as an excuse to do it. And that is when that girl Bella gets decapitated with the razor graduation cap. And and the dude literally just like rips her head and his bare hands from from her body. I'm he like, must have been so jacked. It's it's so brilliant in so many ways, and it's bizarrely for how spoiler alert the movie's garbage, but for for how bad a lot of the movie is, and that scene is indeed still bad, but like it's actually like an enjoyable, enjoyably done scene, and like I think they actually. Because it was probably like their key scene, they they put a lot of care into it, and I don't know, it was it was fun. It was it actually made me cringe, which frankly, that's what a horror movie should do. I wish we saw the decapitated head longer. It wasn't really a oh, it just fell on the ground, and then they yeah, Yeah. they cut away. The editing was just non-existent. It was just like (laughs) somebody hacking at it with a cleaver, hacking at it with a graduation cap with razors on it. Ow! How did I not know? Or a box cutter? Or a box box cutter? cutter. Oh, guys, I just like just must under. Rated, falling uh, down weapon. on the like metaphors that tie into the movie. <laughs> like, just... How about you, Exilia? Favorite? I mean, I guess my favorite kill would be Ashley. More or less so the kill because he, I don't think you see it, but more so when they find her in that weird shack slash like potentially outhouse <laughs> and she's like strung up in the lights and her name's there. And I thought the name thing was really fitting. Also, duh, because it's like have your name in lights, most likely have your name in lights, but also because she fucking wears shirts that say Ashley on them. Like in the exact same know. font of how they got the lights to go. <laughs> yeah. yes. It was really well thought out. Yeah, for sure. On part of, on behalf of the, the killer. I would say it's the only <laughs> Only one that really fits the superlative that well. That much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It definitely fits the superlative. <laughs> How about you, Cecily? Favorite scene, scariest scene, favorite kill? I'm really glad that no one chose this one. Um, but obviously, when the graduate, in case anyone doesn't know, the killer, that's his name, um, he uses his hat while it's still on his head to, sl- to <laughs> slice that girl's neck. Oh my god, the yearbook girl. Yes, <laughs> yeah. The yeah, the captain of or the yearbook team, I don't know. <laughs> the, the captain of the yearbook team. <laughs> They're like pressing their uniforms and <laughs> doing their warm-ups. Yeah. And then sitting down at the keyboard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was that was a good scene. It was just the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Well, I mean, like, and that's the first scene in which you realize that like there actually is a gimmick with this killer because you see Ashley's throat slit when they find her strung up, but 
you don't you never saw that right could like, have been the you box did, cutter you, yeah along. you didn't and i mean they they lingered on that box cutter in that opening scene for like as he's fucking like, slicing yeah. the two, newspaper yeah two solid minutes was spent lingering on that box cutter like i don't even remember what he lo- i don't even think it showed his face but it was like you know the box cutter i knew every like piece Crevice of ru- piece of, of rust on that blade <laughs> um but yeah, yeah yeah and then you know when when he headbutts her and she's bleeding it's like the little yeah the little shine of the fucking blade and then oh yeah his head whip is everything yeah well i mean yeah and that's when you realize oh shit this this guy actually has a gimmick and again this is the idea that she clearly had and then was like i need to build a movie around this (laughs) this is this is the tiny anemic skeleton that i'm gonna hang the rest of the screenplay on (laughs) (laughs) i'm not gonna go heavy into my favorite scenes we already brought it up i like the decapitation is well, I thought was Rowan even made a comment yeah that he liked it I was like this is like actually it was a quality kill it was like, it was it was really the only time that the movie like went um kind of overboard with either gore or nudity or anything like that because it was all very like cutting away edited you know mm-hmm. but this that was the one time they said fuck it we are going all out like you are seeing Bare this dismemberment in. yeah like it's i it made it honestly was the first moment that i like respected the filmmakers <laughs> <laughs> Well, and I will say, like, I think it's almost a shame that it, like, was such a bare-bones kind of, like, story and thought-out movie because I'm not going to say film because it doesn't deserve the word film. It's a cool idea. It's a cool idea. It's a great setup. I think The Graduate looks good like i yeah. like the paper the paper mache really cool. yeah <laughs> yeah and like even and i like how they has die and that's like what the picture in the yearbook was yeah that's it, cool and my thing was like even without the picture like i like just the look of it uh and like the hat with the razor blade thing like i you know like it's not a crazy concept but it's like it was cool it's like a unique way to like for a weapon instead of just like a knife or something or a box cutter but like i thought if this movie had anything going for it it was definitely like a cool killer i guess i thought it was just hilarious how like he was like slashing people's throats and stuff and the second he saw a gun like you could feel the fear and he's like ah like run away like a fucking cat that is like treading in one spot because he's like trying to get away so quick yeah (laughs) i wanted to save it for a bit but i feel like you we can't even talk about the movie without like the obvious thing that like this film is this movie is definitely like begging people to see it because Perez Hilton's in it. He's like the only marketing this movie. <laughs> well, like has. the girl from Glee is also. Oh, in it. I love Heather yeah. Morris. I just want to say she was the only reason I didn't turn it off. <laughs> All Rowan kept saying was, "What's with her haircut? What's with her haircut?" Okay, I, I thought that was the it was the worst haircut. haircut. Okay, so this was filmed or this was released in 2015, but it very much felt like the early. 2000s i don't know if they like graduated in 2005 and just like were all stuck there or something as someone who graduated in the early 2000s mid 2000s 2007 to be exact yeah and rowan graduated in 2005 it was like very like it had that vibe and then perez hilton come on he's like so 2007 oh he is i mean all the like pictures of celebrities with crudely drawn microsoft paint penises spurting semen onto their faces and stuff like and this is where i bring in the hills the new beginning so randomly misha barton a waiter please please (laughs) please wait our like oc podcast misha barton is we need to do this (laughs) is randomly on the hills new beginning and apparently well like not apparently i remember back in 2007 he would like make fun of her so harshly and he shows up in an episode and like they have a whole like <laughs> a whole like dispute and he he like storms off. Also, he's like missing the front piece of his hair in the sh- in the show, but it's kind of like pa- I can't, you guys got to watch it. It's really patchy. I don't know what happened between 2015 and 2019, but it was nothing good to his hair. And so <laughs> it's called the pattern baldness. Yes, also genetics. Bad genetics. Um, yeah, no, you guys gotta watch it. It's like, it's not even like baldness. It's just a weird, I don't know what happened. I didn't look any more into it, but when I was looking things up about the movie, apparently Perez Hilton was trying to be an 
actor before he became famous. Probably. For the, like, it said this was kind of like he was trying to get back that's, in the act. Say, that's Probably why he was why so he mean it. to everybody. Just yeah. Jealous. Oh, it was it was it was envy, yeah. And really when you think about it, Perez Hilton's life story and his website and everything, that could have been the beginning of a slasher movie in its own right. Yeah. <laughs> the jilted, like shat upon, you know, kind of like outcast who becomes the like mean boy and then ends up like going too far and starts killing yeah. people. Yeah, and... that's a great plot, Mike. You should right? you should yes. you should pitch it to him. <laughs> I bet I'll pitch it and I'll call it patchy hairline. <laughs> And like Exilly said, I was very upset about the the hair, but I'm going to kind of give it a pass because the little that there is online about the movie, apparently they wanted it to feel like a 90s slasher movie. I didn't feel that it felt 90s at all. It was just so early 2000s. I think they were going for that like 99, 2000 era. They basically like talked about like Scream was an influence and it was just like... Also, who in 2015 has that fucking clunky ass camcorder? Oh I was God. thinking, like, where are they that there's no fucking cell service? Like, how does this? That he was, was on the phone. When, he was a on the typical... phone at the beginning of the movie. I know, and then the phone rings after when it's in the hallway. Typical fucking horror movie trope. I literally have no cell reception, of course. <laughs> Yeah, that camcorder really upset me. <sighs> that's like a 1997, 1998 camcorder. Man, that's like a, But I feel yeah. like it was a reference to Scream, because it looked like the one they would use in Scream, mm. right? So I feel like yeah. as as easy as it is to shit on it, and of course I did too, I actually like just threw my pen down and was like, what the fuck is that brick that you're holding in your hand? But <laughs> I think I, it's I do, when I do think I it was a reference. <laughs> I, I feel like there was a lot of misplaced, like, era references here. They were kind of all over the place with the eras. They are kind well, of all not, over the place. it was not a smoothly polished film. That's the thing. They, they kind of took a lot of disparate elements, some good and some wretched, and just threw them on the ground. Or no, threw them in a, like, Pale fucking grape stomping <laughs> bin and just started smushing them with their feet and whatever came out was what they ended up with also ashley at the beginning uses the term get laid and i feel like that is only <laughs> something that my fucking parents generation say i don't know anybody my age that says that they're gonna get laid can we talk about the fact that ashley's the dumbest of them all she literally okay. had uh oh, like I cold as your grave <laughs> die already and she's still like come out we're gonna fuck and then she hears the door squeak, and then she's like, uh-uh, I'm out of here. No, can I please say- I love say... how her, like, cosplays, like, graduation gown. Yeah. Why are they stuck Graduation gown with, like, she didn't, exactly. even, she didn't even get naked before she put it on. It was like, <laughs> she you're, not even, you're not even committing to, like, nudity here. Like, come on. Um, Cecily, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, they're so caught up. This is 10 years later, and they're so still caught up on fucking high school. I can't even imagine, like, giving that much of a shit about it, or any shit at all. I only but did you notice that when she was looking for, what was his name, Ray? Ray? Uh, Ray? And, Where's Ray? <laughs> and she opened up his closet, which was filled with, like, clutter and debris, I and it all came down on core. her, and she dropped her glass and then she got fucking angry at him like he did it on purpose. And I was looking at her and I was like, girl, you are snooping in his fucking closets. Like, if shit falls out on you, that's on you. You're He did not ask you to go snooping in his closets. Like, I would beg to differ. <laughs> my that's kind of what happens. Yeah. Uh, say, <laughs> my say, parents, our parents, our parents if you open any door in our home, you have that <laughs> risk. And I believe that that's their fault and not mine. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> There's this one closet in the hallway that's like next to the living room. And man, you can't even fucking open it. It's a sliding door and you can't even open it's it. It's literally like, broken, just... stuck closed. <laughs> it's broken because there's so much stuff inside that it like basically crushed the door and you can't open it. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing my parents don't listen to this podcast. Literally. I asked them, are you going to listen to my episode? And they said, I didn't listen to your sisters. <laughs> the love and support. They probably don't know how. 
But can I just say, speaking it's of true. Ashley, that I completely stand slasher movie cannon fodder where they like acknowledge that you don't know or give a shit about this person and you're not going to remember their name. So she literally walks in with her name written on her shirt. That's yeah. The only reason, like if, if she hadn't had her name written on her shirt, I would have been like, who was that cannon fodder blonde girl at the beginning? You know what I mean? It's like, no, I remember it was Ashley. Yeah. She literally dies before the opening credits. I'm going to be honest. I, I felt like they were all cannon blotter. Cannon blotter. <laughs> Like, cannon fodder yeah fodder sorry <laughs> that's how disgusted i am like none of the i don't think i really remember anyone's name except for ashley uh, and ray i feel ray. they constantly oh, ray. where's ray the, the two people who have ride. literally the least cumulative scream time between the two of them in the entire movie and they're the Brad only ones you remember. Bella. Brad's like the actor. Bella's the, the oh, geez, actor girl. I don't know the rest of them, though. I was just like, I don't know this. I only know Lamont because I felt like that. Like, why did you have to name him Lamont? Oh. Okay. Most likely to eat anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is the I weirdest. I thought there was the weirdest superlative. <laughs> but again, they, they, they did that to fit because... You know, the screenwriter clearly had three or four kills in her mind and wrote the entire screenplay around those kills. So it's like, what can I have that is like a razor hockey stick? Well, I feel <laughs> like the only one that was really fitting was Ashley. But then they have these other two people that randomly died. They don't have fucking superlatives. Why are they I even know. in the movie? I know. I was thinking the same thing. Like that fucking creepy grounds guy. He could have oh. never been in well, the Well, I mean, you know, they're red herrings. They're red herrings. They got to have extra characters that, like, don't have, you know, motivations within the circle of friends that could, you know, potentially, like, throw suspicion off. they kill them in off. a cool way? Like, yeah, the supermodel got her head ripped off, but the other guy just got Touched strangled out. and just left on and the And can ground. I say that, speaking of him, though, um, before the opening credits of this movie were even finished, I knew what type of movie it was going to be for one very specific reason. When the cast credits of the movie are rolling and the person who gets an and at the end of the credits is Jake Busey, <laughs> son of Gary Busey. Gary Busey. You, when when he's the and, when he's the special guest star, you know you're in trouble. <laughs> I knew it. I was from that moment on. I was like, I don't, I don't know if I like where this ride is going. I truly don't. How far on the bottom of the list do you have to get before you call Jake Busey for a cameo? Well, the funny uh, they thing probably is called Busey. Gary Busey first, <laughs> and he was too busy. He was too busy drawing out. We were like Rowan. Well, Rowan was like, "How weird is it that we've seen two movies or two things in the past like week that have Gary Busey's son in it? This, and he's in Stranger Things as well. Oh wow! And then he's like, his career's really going up though because Stranger Things is a lot better than this movie. Yeah, that's like a hundred percent job. He definitely got the job because of this film. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is the top of his resume. Yeah, portfolio. Yeah, the doctors like, were just like <laughs> most likely to die. We saw exactly most likely really to die, and that's it. Exilly really enjoyed his teeth. Oh my god, they were so dirty. Well, like how it was like, we have to show that this guy's like a redneck, so let's just like... Give him fucked up teeth. Put shit all in his Ugh. teeth. I feel like he didn't look that much older than the people in the movie, too, and they're like, oh, he was old, no, 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 liquor store. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was weird. Also, it was, I like, I didn't really get, like, did they ever explain, Bella is the, is Bella the card player? No. no that's Gabby. Bella is the supermodel. We'll, yeah, we'll get to Gabby. Is the card. Gabby is the one that you don't like her hair. Okay. Like, there was, like, this weird thing about, like, oh, like, the groundskeeper and Gabby, like, I didn't really get that plot line, because at first I'm like, did she fuck this guy no I, I think he was like had like he's a crush just overall on creepy yeah yeah he overall, like provided them guy. with underage alcohol alcohol maybe hoping yeah. that For double the price yeah that, that maybe they would sleep with him because he had that the store also like if i'm really on the whim of creating a screenplay i feel like professional poker player is, is the first like yeah, I, I thought it was so random. I pulled this out of my ass jaw and it was but I thought moment. it was gonna be irrelevant like to her they survival yeah. they tried <laughs> so hard to make it yeah. relevant every fucking thing was I'm a poker player you gotta be better at poker you gotta get good at lying it's like 
you could have had any career and it still wouldn't have made any sense. Well, I, I mean, think they, yeah. I think they tried to tie it to like her survival Especially by like instincts end. and stuff, but I don't think they really like drove it home enough to really actually make the connection. No, when because did what does being make that bracelet? Oh, at the beginning, when they were when they were playing poker at the beginning, it showed her for like a split second um folding oh. the card up in her lap. Oh, I thought she was oh, I do. Yeah. I will give them I didn't know what the fuck she was doing. I mean, it looked like she was just rolling a joint, but you know. That's what I, that's what I, I thought. thought too <laughs> like and rolling like, oh, a joint with a playing really, card that's a that's like a paper. thick paper yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and the, the plastic coating you're just like a smoking god only knows what <laughs> It's true. I would just be very interested in, while they shot this, like, the dynamic, because no one in this, like, emitted any emotion except for Perez Hilton, who just took it to, like, 9,000 every time. I like he, how he was also had this, like, ex-con kind of, like... Slash, he was like had a DUI. I don't know. That's so Hollywood having a DUI and like getting in a car accident. Maybe not like the and part about killing your boyfriend. Yeah, it's like, I like... crashed my car. My boyfriend's fucking dead. Yeah, now he's in jail and now he's in pro- on parole. Let's but like live you said, it up was the party. Stupid. <laughs> like you said, it was stupid because all of these things that they're talking about are, isn't relevant at all. So. It's true. It could have never yeah, been said, and the movie would be the exact same. Well, I mean, yes, because they do they dwelled on her, you know, poker playing, and then it, by the end of the movie, she's like, he's going into shock, and his body temperature is going to drop. And I was like, are you a paramedic or a poker <laughs> player? Like, <laughs> probably say, it's like, how the fuck does she and, know? And she's like, you know, jumping over like staircases and stuff. And I was like, I, I get that you're supposed to be the final girl, but like, what's the setup? I did, like the setup is, and the the payoff are in two different realms. <laughs> the setup was for one thing, and the payoff is from some completely different um and also it was just funny that you mentioned you know them being emotionless and stuff because i will admit i didn't know sh- that she was in this heather morris the one who plays gabby who was in glee um but back in the day when glee first started you know me and a couple of my friends were kind of diehard ryan murphy fans and we did religiously watch glee as lame as we knew it was for like the first i don't know three or four years it was on and she was like our favorite so we stand the shit out of her so i was really excited to see her in this because i don't think i've seen her in very much um but her character in that was very like her affect was really muted like she was supposed to be very kind of like monotone and you know what i mean like her affect was was just sort of capped off yeah. yeah, and and to me that fit her character, and she's she's actually very charismatic in a way. Um, but you know they they tried to like obviously have everybody's emotions in this cranked up to like eleven, and I feel like as much as I love her and as much as I enjoyed watching her in this, it was not the right choice because she was better at being like muted affect. You know what I mean? Yeah, she should definitely fire her agent. <laughs> or it's either that or she like definitely someone whether it was the screenwriter like she knew someone and this was a favor or Perez Hilton had a crudely mocked picture of her with a Microsoft paint penis yeah blackmail <laughs> yeah <laughs> and he's like if I've got to be in this so do you all I have is not the best acting it's never good when you are watching a movie and you can tell they're acting yeah it was that's never a good thing. Well, they weren't, they weren't, you know, they were just reading lines for the whole yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> and like that, that was my thing is like, they weren't even, like, it wasn't even like bad, like cheesy 80s slasher acting. No, it was or, just like. Where like you're overacting it and it's just silly and funny. It was just like, man, these people suck. Like, okay, me and Rowan. Oh, sorry. Oh. Go, go ahead, Cecily. Sorry, I was going to say, when they're sitting at the table and talking about, oh, I joined fucking yearbook committee, and then there's still that red X over Ashley's face, and they're like, wow, that is really mean. Like, they're not thinking, like, <laughs> what the fuck is going yeah, on? Yeah, they're like, why is this here? <laughs> like, they're like, I'm going to take this down, and then we're going to have a fucking food fight. Like, that is not the, um, like, correct emotion for that, I feel. Oh, nobody displays the correct emotions in this. <laughs> they're standing out side of the shack with her dead body and i'm and like they're fighting about their friendship guys like who gives a shit there's literally a corpse of one of your friends with her throat slit just on the other side of this thin panel of pressed plywood <laughs> like, unfortunately Prez is the only one i felt like who's like he's like screaming he's like oh my god and he's like gonna throw up and everyone else is like wow that's really crazy <laughs> 
<laughs> I can't believe this is and happening. And he's the most awful actor ever. Like, he's literally <laughs> one of the worst actors I've ever seen. Trash. But at least he's selling it. Like, he's he's trying, right? Like He's the only one who tried. I think he wrote this movie. We're not buying it, but he's really trying to sell it. Like, <laughs> I will give him that. I will give him credit where it's due. Just to, like, put it into perspective, bef- I had a nap this afternoon before we were recording. And Rowan decided we were going to go on Tubi. And, like, Tubi has, like, they're stepping their game up. But they still have some pretty, like... Black and white everything. Well, they have, like, some really, like, maybe Zed, like, Zed classified <laughs> wow. movies. Um, and we put on, well, Rowan, it was Rowan's choice, um, put on the evil bong 666. And let me just tell you, <laughs> the acting in this may have been a half a step above that movie. If that really tells you anything. The evil bong is a full moon entertainment movie. I literally so. thought you said the evil bong 666. Yeah, yeah it is. we did. That's, that's oh. The title. <laughs> B-O-N-G. <laughs> it's something with this haunted bong and then like... I don't know. It turns evil. Apparently, I fell asleep within like 10 minutes. It talks. <laughs> yeah, it talks. But then they thought they were crazy. And then that's when I fell asleep. But apparently, it actually talks. It just really talks. It's a really just not not greatly acted movie. The other thing I also didn't get was uh, like, so the shed that Ashley was in, they like shut, like they had that freak out where they're like, oh, you got to turn the lights back on so we can have power. And I didn't really get that. Because yeah, when they that? turned it off, it was like some, for some reason, the, the I'm key like, to the power is in that place. I'm like this player's mansion house runs off a generator in the shed. And the, house, the house had lights on before he killed Ashley and it was running. It doesn't really make sense. I don't, I don't think they. Kind also, like, he turned the generator off with a shovel and everyone's like what are you doing don't fucking do i was like just fucking go and turn her move her leg out of the way if you're that chill about it i'm also like i don't really like hockey so maybe this is why it extra irked me but i just was kind of uncomfortable with the mix of this like summery california hollywood hills type me too. thank everywhere. you and there's thank like you. fucking skates and hockey thank sticks you. and everything i'm like what this these are two clashing seasons hockey climate <laughs> no it just really bothered me i think that irked me the most about the movie no what irked me the most is that press hilton then starts using them for comedic effect <laughs> also ray is like ray is not an attractive guy when ray well, was I mean, he's been roughed shown. up a bit when he was shown at the end i was like is this keanu reeves <laughs> oh if only he he i was thinking like wow how did keanu. they get him <laughs> also uh is it brad that's the actor yeah mm-hmm. man brad looks like seth mcfarlane i was like he this, kinda does. this guy looks like a c-grade seth mcfarlane like how is he the hot stuff yeah i was like how is this guy like the lead actor on like a cop show also why is his ringtone his own theme song, yeah. show's theme song. <laughs> that's ridiculous but it took him a moment to realize he's like oh that's my phone she's said, like, like this is, is your so yeah this so is your show funny. yeah um it's just funny that you 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 brought up that he was a what was it like d-grade seth mcfarlane when i wrote about ashley low rent denise richards <laughs> yeah she is like her i would the the one scene that really really got me angry besides like the hockey sticks in the hollywood hills was um when they're kind of in that garden gate gate part and then they escape and she comes into the bathroom and she sees the killer in the mirror she shoots the mirror and then she sees her friend and she drops the gun it's like obviously the mirror is yeah obviously the mirror is fucking reflecting the killer like obviously the killer's there why would you just drop your gun like what are you doing with your life well my question about that scene is she shot her friend so how did this happen was she behind the mirror this did whole time? she shoot her friend her apparently friend the door was wound. made of a mirror yeah i think oh. the mirror was on the door and she th- shot through the mirror shot through the door and her friend was behind oh, the door i thought her because her friend's throat was slit no. so i thought she was i don't think her friend's throat yeah she got shot oh, and the shit. blood was pooling around her throat i got confused then oh. too what are the That's chances bad. that he's standing there and she walks and like is standing at the exact like the spot that he she's not going to fucking see him but see the reflection and shoot the fucking wall? It's like how did he set this up? If she came from a different way, it, she would have seen him. She would have walked in behind him. It doesn't make any sense. Also, does she not know what mirrors are for? They're for reflecting things. <laughs> Okay, but I'm going to say, and I know, like, 
it's what is that the it's point the worst of nit- nitpicking stupid shit horror movies like it's just an exercise in futility but i just i love finding stupid things about movies that like the the biggest plot mechanics that don't make sense just don't bother you but like it's always the little things and i'm yeah, like it's true okay so apparently this door was made out of a mirror but like wouldn't she have been able to see through the mirror if there was no wood behind it, you know, if it was just a panel of glass, like she would have been able to see through the mirror, you know. Anyway, I just it yeah. was I was like, bitch, like what? Like why? <laughs> why? I don't understand. I'm also questioning this whole like what's her name, Jade. So her superlative is most likely to break hearts. Is the whole thing that she's breaking her best friend's heart because that's BS. Or is it he? She's breaking her girlfriend's heart. And why, why did they her just girlfriend leave that? Per- well, and why did they just leave that person because they're like, I have to call my girlfriend and say goodbye, and they just fucking like you, the no. number one thing. No, is she made a video. People. She made a video. Oh yeah, oh, made a video with a fucking 1997 camcorder. Who is sending the video? I hope her girlfriend has one of those things that can play those tiny tapes. Well, she that was a whole teacher. side plot was like bizarre. <laughs> About like the teachers. Well, yeah, oh. that, yeah that's and, random. Yeah. Empress Hilton's character like trying to make a video to sell, <laughs> and it doesn't <laughs> like, even really go on for the rest of the movie. Like he kind of isn't videotaping anything else when it's actually something kind of interesting happening. It's it's just yeah. It's, and it's unless a- <laughs> unless it's like the star jock and the like star cheerleader like fucking on tape, nobody's buying that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's like, oh, they want to see, see penetration, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> oh Unless I see vulva, I'm not buying. Yeah, exactly. You need to be all up in that fallopian tubes, <laughs> like right up there. You just got to be like up in there. Just a reminder to follow us on all of our social media at It Slays Podcasts. We're on Twitter, Facebook. Instagram, soon to be on Tumblr. Uh, of course, we're on Spotify and iTunes. And if you're adding us on iTunes, don't forget to leave us an iTunes review. Uh, it doesn't even need to be five star. We appreciate five star. But uh, the most important part is we want to hear from you. So uh, write us a text review in the iTunes app, and we will make sure to give you a shout out on the podcast. Uh, every review helps as it bumps us up in the search engine, and you know that's what it's all about. Back to the podcast. Another thing that was painfully obvious obvious after like ten minutes of the movie was that they could not get the rights to any music whatsoever. I was gonna yeah, say, I, I feel bad. There's think. no soundtrack to talk about. There was like one rock song that probably isn't even a rock song. They probably just made the 20 second clip they made for the movie. Like, that like sounds like a shitty imitation of a 90s song and or something. And then there was the graduation march song. And they played that over I think that is like again. free to the world to use. <laughs> I, don't I think, think it is. Like, was it called like common like And that's like to property. me a good soundtrack would have probably made this movie a little more tolerable cuz like they were definitely going for like an MTV movie feel. And let me tell you MTV has a better movie. <laughs> they do. MTV, like, their game is up there. <laughs> it is on. It is far, far better. <laughs> That's saying something. Than this. Is there any other talking points we want to bring up? Yes, I was so mad that there wasn't really a twist with the killer. It was just like, haha, it was the Joker guy. And they kind of already said, like, with- I bet it's you. Yeah. Yeah, it was him in consort with John Doherty. And I literally have a note, and I was like, if the killer's fucking John Doherty, then I'm going to be pissed. I wish it was. At least. Well, like, it kind of, they kind of planned it together. Well, no, because he killed himself and he's like, well, I'll avenge my fucking friend. Yeah, well, that's what John he said Doherty happened. Did, I don't think John Doherty actually killed himself. No. Well, we don't know because at the end. At the end, yeah. So the only information I could find out about that was like kind of in their their actual write-up about it. Like if you go on Wikipedia, the write-up for the plot summary is that it's supposed to be implied that it either is A, the spirit of John Doherty, or B, Blame. John Doherty. I hate that. That's fucking stupid. The twist was like stupid. Yeah, it just wasn't, it wasn't good. I, I did not enjoy it. 
Also, I feel like all these things that they talk about having in high school, they, they, they like speak about them incredibly vaguely for most of the movie. And then they tell you, but they don't really like. It's been 10 years. They don't really remember. They don't like break through the story. They're just like, oh, she had a baby and or she was pregnant. Did she and have he an dis- abortion? Did she keep I it? don't know. He, we don't know. He Is disappeared. That's the thing. That's all we know is she was pregnant and he disappeared. That's it. And same with like the thing about all the- she had to do was say you didn't even pay for my abortion, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then boom, that that t- that answers every question we have. And same with the John Doherty thing. They scratch his face out and put dye, and then he brought a and then the guy put a gun in his locker. Like, and I'm can gonna we be have sorry, more to this story? But what? when I was on yearbook committee, we weren't even allowed to put like even if there was a slight innuendo. There was someone fucking checking what we were putting in it. Yeah. We couldn't just write whatever the hell we wanted. There's no, no. way this would have went to print. No faculty supervision at all. <laughs> yeah, they just yeah, really. This was a this sounded like a wild ass yearbook committee. Man, I can tell you my yearbook theme was like Ace of Spades or something, and it was fucking like what? card decks on the front. <laughs> Don't feel bad. And... Mine had a Bill Cosby quote on the cut back oh, cover. Oh wow. <laughs> Right. Which doesn't make sense. I graduated in 2014. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> Your books never age gracefully. <laughs> That's a very good point. I never really thought about it because who wants to look back at their yearbook? But I mean, I'm only a lunatic, a sociopath. Sometimes every like five years I look at mine and I'm just like, fuck. And Exilia is a lunatic and a sociopath. I say she has oh, to be absolutely. a sadist. Um, somebody sent me pictures that they scanned like some yes, some sadist yeah posted it on facebook it was so cute is that why you put privacy settings on your facebook one of the many reasons <laughs> <laughs> that shit is locked down nobody from the podcast can add him he knows he was in anticipation for getting mm-hmm. famous that I mean, my facebook is locked down me. like that alleyway with the, <laughs> the fucking gates <laughs> She- it's only locked one way. Yeah. You can get in, but you can't get out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everybody on the podcast only knows his name's Mike. So, yes. like, that's a pretty common name. Oh, yeah. You that's also no, true. No worries. <laughs> well, they yeah, but I'm Mike also really careless. So, just do a bit of research. <laughs> <laughs> that alleyway scene was so frustrating. How did, I definitely saw her lock that lock. How the hell? She did. Was she it totally did. And then it was, not only was it unlocked, but it was fucking like open. Like but again, that was a callback, I think, to, like you said, like the, like an homage to like Scream. Um, yeah. To me, I could see them trying to make this like really cool, tense scene where, you know, they're trapped with a killer and you know what I mean? Like that's something out of like Scream 2 or whatever, where it's like, oh, you're trapped in like the car with the killer after it like crashes mm-hmm. or whatever. And then but but it was such down. a fucking failed attempt. It was just such a, it didn't even work as like an homage. It was just so awful. <laughs> There's no tension. <laughs> It took him so long to realize that it wasn't locked. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why wouldn't but you just like, check? The first all thing he had was a fucking box cutter. She had a goddamn broomstick. Honestly, I would be I would be more scared of a broomstick a than a box cutter. Weapon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's a range weapon, exactly. And she was clearly at this point they were already painting her as fucking gymnastics Rambo woman. So. <laughs> That's the thing with a box cutter. You have to be so close to the person. Mm-hmm. You have to literally be up against the person. Why didn't body? she just yeah. like? run really quick past him. Yeah, really. She could have run super quick, push him out of the way, and then like run thrown past those him. that stack of boxes on top of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The ones that he pushed over when he got scared of the gun. But instead yeah. she just like silent like quietly yells, Jade, help me, help. And I feel I feel like the cast was like maybe the cast was just too big or something because I feel like half the characters like aren't there for half the movie. Well, like they, like Lamont well, half his, the, his car breaks down and then he's just like walking back to Okay, I don't remember him going anywhere. Yeah, like at the like when they found Ashley, he's like, "I'll go find help," and then he runs. Well, yes, because their phones don't work, right? But I thought all their he said his brake line or his everybody's brakes are cut. But like, how the hell did he get out of? No, he said his fuel line was cut. His oh, fuel right, right. Uh, well, I mean, I guess he difference. can run on empty for a while. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, I didn't think this was going to come naturally, but um, my favorite line of the entire movie 
um, was actually when they cut the brake lines, and Bella goes, I'm not walking in these heels. As if that's <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as if that's the reason that they're all going to die, because she doesn't want to walk away. Like they could, I just I saw a I'm decapitated body, but <laughs> I'm not walking in these heels. She I didn't really like when Lamont... She was, she's what? on a mountain. Why didn't she bring anything other than heels? It's Wow, she's a superstar. Well, take him off, bitch. I like when Lamont outside, and he's by that like huge wall of prickly pear cactuses, or cacti. I was like, oh, those are nice. Wow, I wish the- I could plant those in my apartment. <laughs> Me too. That's a fatal wall. Those things are freaking pretty. That would have been a better death. It, that would have been an awesome <laughs> death, actually. I'm going to make a movie and it's just death by different plants. I've been stabbed by a cactus. It fucking sucks. It hurts. Yeah. Every time I like And then you got to pick, pick the spines out of yes. your like fingers or arm or whatever. I replanted mine one time and used an oh. oven mitt to try and pick it up and went right through it. Oh. Yeah, every time I try to care for mine, I always get a bunch of my hands or if i like go to buy a new one and i literally have to pick them out with my teeth and then i have to like be like i'm not gonna swallow this That's <laughs> you need to like handle cacti with those like gloves that they use for when you're doing like dry ice and shit like, I was yeah. gonna say, like fireproof <laughs> yeah <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like uh, Bella is our way into the movie because the entire movie, Bella's the only one I could relate to because Bella's just like... Because she's a supermodel? She's not... Well, yeah, because I, I live life as a supermodel. No, well, she's, she's not, not telling friends. expository stories that, like, literally she's serve literally no purpose. There. I like how she's there to she, find out if this girl will play the fundraiser. But she's literally there. No, teach her and to her do attitude, it. most of it is just, like, these people fucking suck. Yeah. I wish I wasn't sucks. here. And I'm, like, literally, she's just representing the viewer watching this movie. <laughs> it's true. She's just, like, what is wrong with these people? Yep, for once. For anybody who's, um doesn't live in Toronto or hasn't experienced a Toronto summer, Whoo! I am like sweating bullets, and I'm I'm drinking wine, which really isn't helping my cause at all. And um, we were I talking like about a, it earlier that it's very hot in everywhere that we are. Uh, we yeah. went we went from ten degrees to eighteen, and I'm really feeling it. Yeah, Cecily and Mike are pretty hot at their um their eighteen high, <laughs> and me and Rowan are sitting here at about forty four degrees. Plus, we're inside and have the door closed and the window closed, so we can record this and i am sweating bullets <laughs> it is very sweaty my entire name you do have a nice glowy sheen thank you <laughs> i appreciate it so let's uh talk about is it scary was this um, scary yeah. bad <laughs> yeah it was so bad it was scary it was scary to think of what they had to do to get the clearly little funding that they had <laughs> like someone someone did some death threats or like <laughs> Someone slept with somebody. Oh yeah, it's it's awful. Yeah, it was uh it was the furthest away from scary possible. So are we comfortable getting into rating it? <laughs> sure. I already know my rating. I'm ready. Yeah, I mean if you want to talk about it more, we can go ahead. Oh no, I don't think we really need to do that to the people. I mean the movie's only an hour twenty minutes. It, it, thank God they, they <laughs> They didn't have enough money to go past that's, an hour. That's what Rowan said. Rowan's like, this movie's really short. And I was like, yeah, like, good thing. <laughs> so so let's get into the rating. Let's start with Exilia. Me? Yeah. Mike, stop taking screenshots of my friggin' weird side head. I look like Tina from goddamn Bur- Bob's Burger. You are and Tina. A, Tina is queen. B, I'm just trying to get the sheen. <laughs> It's not Tina. I'm trying to get your queen of Wow. (laughs) K-W-E-E-N-A-H. So exilia. I'm going to give this a nay. (laughs) Um, I, I really don't know what to say past that. I mean, if you are like some of those on this podcast and you like garbage movies and you enjoy that then like man watch this movie this is gonna be spectacular for you personally i give it a sl- i mean not a sl- <laughs> i give it a day <laughs> not a, sl- a triple y slay <laughs> we should do something where like troll the people we're like this is the best movie ever um yeah it's not a great movie <laughs> mike um is nay minus a <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Honestly, it had its moments, it had its moments, but I mean, it was awful. And I love trash, but it was not even enjoyable trash, because everybody just was 
somehow simultaneously taking it too seriously and not taking it seriously enough to even commit to overacting <laughs> like Perez Hilton so did. True. Like, I think he's it's awful so and he's the worst actor ever and I do not like him as a human being, but he was the only person who at least was like, fuck this, I'm going to be campy and go over the top with it. He knew he was in, he knew, like, I'm going to be the camp center of this movie. You That's the, the thing, if this, movie, if this movie mm-hmm. was, like, campy, I think it would be good. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm going to disagree. Okay, well, Cecily, <laughs> No, I enjoy that. Please, disagree. This, I'm in the outlier here. Don't count me in the bell curve because <laughs> I'm giving this movie slay. It is. <laughs> You're it throwing is so, that curve off. <laughs> it is so fun. Imagine you're with your friends, you're all drinking, you got this movie on. How much fun is that going to be? And then you're going to laugh. But, I mean, so to make much. fun of it. No, but, and, and this is. Cecily brings up a very, very, very important point when you're talking about any movie, but especially horror movies, and it is context. It is yes. context. If you're if, sitting alone, if, we, your if, if the four of us had been. You know, together as we have been over the years, you know, many, 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 many times. And, you know, you get trashed and you watch the movie and you order a pizza and, From you know, you're kind of like leaving and going to pee and not pausing it and missing everything. But like, if you're all sitting down together and it's like an event, then that really changes like the interpretation of it. I was sitting by myself on my couch, you know, That's so I, I, but even if like me and Sess had been together watching it, like it would have been a lot more enjoyable. And, and that is a very thing, important thing to consider, like when when you're looking at a movie like that it's like what's the context what is what is the context that you're viewing it in i think that comes up so much on our podcast especially the episode where i guess is the introduction where we're talking about our favorite movies and that's like so much that has so much to do with like what you like and what you don't don't like well at least for us yeah i would also like to point out Shout out to Hobo's Pizza. Thank you, Cecily. Hobo's Pizza. Hobo's Pizza on Monchi Street, mm-hmm. St. John's. Speaking of all of our wasted viewings of bad horror <laughs> movies, they were they were all inadvertently sponsored by Hobo's Pizza. Not the best pizza, but they started making real food slightly before we moved. Those and it was... Rings? Amazing onion rings. That, yes, onion, onion rings. rings, and they take they have like a covering that would kind of be like almost like a wonton, and then truckers like truckers mess or was it turkey mess with cheese? Yeah, oh my mess. god! When I come back to Newfoundland, I'm not even going to see you guys first. I'm going to Hobo's Pizza and I'm getting a turkey mess with cheese. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> So I'm going to give it a negative name. What? A minus 3,000. <laughs> a nay triple Y. I say that's the outlier here. The, this, was, this was not good, but <laughs> I will follow it up. Cecily did take the words out of my mouth. To me, if you were drinking with people and you wanted something just kind of on that you could laugh at, that you don't really have to pay attention to, I definitely could see this serving a purpose. It was literally me and Rowan sitting on our bed watching this movie for this podcast. So yeah, it wasn't like bringing the... The vibe wasn't there. The the vibe wasn't there. (laughs) It's all about a vibe. Yeah, you're right. When, when When I'm putting it in like the list of horror movies... Like, it's definitely, it. it's probably going to fall under, like... Top 10. The Shining. It's going to fall under Evil Bong 666. Yeah. Evil Bong 666 <laughs> might, might uh, top it over. But yeah, no, I... It's going to fall under The Shining, duh. It's like, wasn't that the most, like, critically acclaimed movie of all time? <laughs> yeah, it's like, what? That's like a weird comparison. Okay. Horror Hounds. Do you guys like horror music? I like horror music. Exilia likes horror music. We know Mike definitely loves horror music. So if you love horror music like we do, uh, join us on Spotify. Uh, We have a playlist up called the It Slays Podcast Horrific Playlist. We have some of our favorite tasty jams from some of our favorite horror movies. uh, And we're always consistently adding to the list and let us know you can uh email us or facebook or instagram us and let us know if there's anything we should add to the playlist so the budget there there is no there is no budget game because it didn't make there is no money. budget <laughs> i 
It's not listed anywhere how much they spent to make it. Was it, this only on Netflix? No, no. I was I okay. I, that's that's a good question because I was gonna bring that up at some point. I don't. Think I don't it's a know. I don't know what the like genesis of this movie is. I don't know where it was birthed or how or why. So. From what I could see, it did play in some theaters, but it was it was like theaters that people knew that were associated with the movie. It didn't make any. What does that even mean? So like, like so they would be like, like playing at Burbank and not like at like, minus like their theaters. hometown oh, theater. Or like something. of the people that they were they in? basically maybe pulled favors and were like, "Can you play this in your theater one?" I mean, New Minus doesn't get much. They get like the biggest movies, and then that's it. So this... they got Avatar for uh, eighteen weeks and counting. <laughs> So yeah, no budget gain because this they didn't log. Let any me guess the money. budget: a hundred thousand dollars. I'm gonna Maybe. guess the budget: a hundred dollars. And we'll never know because there is Perez no Hilton listed budget. Perez and the girl from Glee did it for free. There's no Perez listed Hilton, budget. That's <laughs> no yeah. listed budget, and they didn't make any money because yeah. So this pretty much uh, went directly to like streaming platforms and like on demand. Thank God I didn't pay for it at the theater. I would kind of probably be pissed if I did. Although I have seen some pretty shitty movies in the theater. Yeah, it, it, it did not... Uh, I would not be happy if I paid like $20 to, for a movie. To yeah, me. movies are so expensive these days. When I worked that's in another, the theater, I would have definitely seen this multiple times since I got to do it for free. <laughs> <laughs> You'd probably like go in on your shift and like watch it. Yeah, Avengers the only who? one like, in the theater. <laughs> most likely to die is playing. <laughs> <laughs> So I think that is everything for this movie, uh, but we do have to announce our next episode, and we are back to an Exilia pick. Yay! Do you it's want to always Exilia picks, I feel. <laughs> She no, runs the my show. Gosh. I feel like Mike has a lot of picks. Well, because he wins uh, all of the picks. <laughs> We're trying to do an equal thing where we go back and forth. Um, my pick is going to be Lace Crater. Sweet. Yes. Very excited about it. I've only seen it once, and it was like shortly after it came out, I think. And I believe, isn't the main girl the girl from The Invitation? Sadie from The Invitation? Yes, Sadie from and The Invitation. And she's also an easy. Yeah, also an easy. She's been in a lot of stuff. I wouldn't call this a scary movie, but you guys will have to listen to or watch it and then listen to our podcast to find out. I'll just listen to the podcast and find the synopsis <laughs> from that. No, you have to see the movie. The movie's awesome. I never watch the movies. I just listen oh to Oh my you God, guys. how do you get the references? Well, because I watch the podcast or listen to the podcast enough and then I know it. <laughs> oh my God. She just absorbs it by osmosis. Yes, definitely. <laughs> if you've seen it, I've seen it. Yeah, <laughs> it's that like sibling connection. Yeah, we had telepathy. <laughs> so I think that is everything for this episode. We are going to uh, sign off. When you hear this episode, we're already going to be getting ready to move. Well, I think it'll be the day before we move. The day before we move. So. Then um, the next episode will be. Well, we're going to film another one before we move, and then next time you hear this, will be goodbye, Toronto. We're gonna Hello, no, we're gonna no record sunshine. it. We won't film it because it would probably be a even worse <laughs> movie than this. Sorry, my bad. So I think the appropriate way to end this episode is I will say, "See you later." I'm Rowan. Bye, it's Exilia. This is Mike. And you're Queen Cecily. Queen Cecily, <laughs> and I feel like you should leave everybody with some words of wisdom or something. I'm gonna be honest. I have no wisdom. Oh.